one of Geekster. And welcome to episode 240, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. How you doing? All right. How are you? I'm fine. Um, <laughs> this here is part one of the live show that we do on Sunday nights on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio. There's apps. It usually starts around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now you know the time. Now you know the place. <laughs> be there or be square. Uh, here in part one, we catch up on everyone's week. Yeah, we um, discuss the our Thursday night movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacy and I both review the latest in the uh, Alien series, yeah. Alien Covenant. All right. We also tell you we what, saw where it's set in the top five movies. We, yeah, we find that out. We also tell you what's coming out on the Blu-rays and the video games, <laughs> and that's uh, pretty much the nuts and bolts of it. Yeah. So why don't you just uh, sit back and relax and enjoy the show, and we'll see you at the end. And welcome to Geekers. I'm your host, Ed. And I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. And as always, is the lovely Stacy. <laughs> Hi. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. So uh, let's start off with uh, seeing what's going on in the world of Ed. Not too much. Uh this weekend, uh, there was a free preview weekend. Uh, well, actually, uh, it was for Showtime for uh, Sling members. And, uh, you know, you figured they would put your best movies forward. You know, your best one forward. Yes, you know, you want to you showcase your uh, uh, channel to your best abilities. Because it's like, hey, if these have these great movies, I should sign up and, and keep, you know, watching this. And, uh, no. <laughs> there well, were, like, a lot of older movies. Uh, showtime, right? Yes. Today, um, at least give you the first. Ep- I don't know when. I know they're bringing back Twin Peaks. Yes. So did they like at least have that for you to watch? They had the they had the first season and then the beginning of the second season. So you got to like binge watch. Like, hey, here's what happened like in the past. Here's what happened twenty years ago. Uh, right yeah. now. <laughs> and now that you caught up, here is like the first episode. So you're uh, like, okay. okay. Did they have Shameless? Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they. I didn't see it as the live part of it, but I did mm-hmm. see it on demand that you could watch the past episodes of it okay. and stuff. So, I mean, they had, like, your on-demand selections that you could watch if you wanted to. But right. I'm, like, I'm always, like, the kind of guy that, like, see, like, what's on the station? Like, what are, what, are they, what are they showcasing as a movie? You know, because a lot of times you, like, when I had HBO, like... Uh, it was a time when the Wolverine came on, right? And I've seen that like twenty times, right. like o- over and over again. You know, like seemed like every night they were showing it. You know, to showcase it. This was like a lot of older movies. Like the Hateful Eight was like the only one that was like a newer right. style right. movie. Um, and it was just like there was a couple movies that were like kind of interesting. Like oh, I may watch this one. Like there was one that's a Jimi Hendrix uh, uh, a biography kind of biopic picture. Uh, with Andre 3000, you said, I think it was? It was, yeah. Yeah, so it looked, I saw parts of it, looked hey, interesting. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it, shake it, shake it like a polar boat pitch, yeah. You know? So, <laughs> Stacey's hanging her head in shame. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, and then uh, apparently, as uh, Roku announced that Saturday was uh, the 20th, was the, Official streaming day. Happy streaming day. And I, we, we, 
It meant really nothing. I was like, is there cards for that? <laughs> they had a lot of, uh, it was a commercial that they were running, and uh, that you would, like, as soon as you brought your main menu up for Roku, there was a, like, you just hit play, and automatically, it showed all these stars, like, uh, 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 Vanilla Ice was, because he has the yeah, Vanilla Ice project. Slow down. Yeah. Let's not use the word star so, <laughs> so, you know, just willy-nilly. <laughs> <laughs> then they had the guys, uh, a couple of people from the uh, Empire from Fox that you could stream on Fox now and the Roku channel okay. Fox now. And there was so it's like, hey, watch us now on Roku. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, but I'm like, for for you to watch that, you need like Comcast, basically, because it's a Comcast station in a way, even though Fox is right. its own independent station. But to, to run it, you have to like log in with a, uh, with a service uh, provider. Exactly. Yeah, I found it kind of weird. It's like, hey, it's National National Streaming Day. Where you can find it only on your streaming event. Like, right. what if I don't have one that I don't know that they exist? Yes. Like, it's not like it's being posted all over social media going, May, 20, uh, May, May 20th. 20th is National Streaming Day. It's like, really? Um, I see the, the guy and me be like, so it means we get, we're allowed to pee outside? Like, <laughs> <laughs> And, I mean, there was some stuff that was like on some free channels, and I just can't remember the stars who were on those. And I'm like... Yeah, but I I know those. <laughs> like it's not like a surprise to me. Like there's nothing like watch this for free on this channel. And you're like, all right, you know, like I'll try it out just to see. But no, they didn't offer that. So wow. like, it's just kind of kind of blue. So all right. But other than that, uh, and of course we saw a movie Thursday, which we'll get to get to in a moment. But uh, how was your week? Um, I would say semi uneventful. I mean, I picked up Injustice Two on Monday night. Yeah, I'll get to that a little later on in the show. All right. Um, Stacy's been trying to catch up with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Hold on for a second. That's you. That's you. That's you so again. Thank you. Drama queen. I'm not drama queen. <laughs> I don't can be like, hold on. <laughs> you did. You were like, wait, stop the show. <laughs> Hold on a second. Well, no, because I was How talking. I was. I was, I was. I was asking for forgiveness for a moment. I, but I was doing the polite thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, so she's been catching up on now. I've seen every season mm. up to the current one right. that's going to be coming out in like next month or two. Uh, so she's now going, oh my God, I love that person. I'm like, just wait. What, what season? Uh, yeah, more three more episodes and then yeah, don't get too attached like you know <laughs> I'm, I'm not spoiling anything for her yeah but so it's kind of like i can walk in like before if she was trying to like i love game of thrones so mm-hmm. i can walk in at any moment and go oh what's going on and then watch the show from there or, mm-hmm. or find something different this time because the first couple seasons cause there's a lot going on mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to follow plot points and then they'll focus on somebody for a couple episodes, and then that person might not show up for like another season, mm-hmm. you know, because there's so many storylines. Like, and you find like who's your favorites and your favorite storylines. Like, you know, obviously Khaleesi's always a, a favorite, and and Tyrion is a favorite of mine. At least, you know, like every time he's on the screen, I'm like, you, go, yeah, that's it. Come on, you go, little man. Like, yes, <laughs> you know. So, um, I mean, how have you been enjoying the show? I like it. Um, I have my favorite people, and I have my people that I absolutely cannot stand. Um, I have people that I don't really know how I feel about yet. So, I mean, I guess it's just a waiting process. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like halfway-ish through season four. Um, so I only have a couple more seasons to go, and then I'll be all caught up. But I got time. Um, 
it is confusing if you don't know anything about it Mm -hmm. because it is kind of like all over the place every single character has their own story going on all at the same time Mm -hmm. so like um my favorite person is daenerys or khaleesi as i call her but Daenerys Targaryen is like her actual name. Which okay. is the mother of dragons. The super like platinum blonde, blonde, blonde shit. Yeah, right. um, and she's like my absolute favorite person on the entire show. Um, but like she'll, her story will be talked about and then it won't come up again for like three more episodes. Because it has so much going on. Mm-hmm. So it's like that show that like I have to turn my phone on vibrate and put the screen facing down. So that I don't get distracted by anything. Because if I even look away for, like, a couple seconds, I'm like, fuck, what was going on? Rewind. <laughs> you know? Like, it'll lose you. Because right. it, it just jumps all over the place constantly. Um, I mean, I, without spoiling it for anybody, I, I, hate, I thoroughly hate Joffrey. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's everyone hates Joffrey. Yeah. So I'm definitely not spoiling anything. But again, I'm in the middle of season four, you guys, so don't worry. My hatred has been sufficed i guess <laughs> anyone listens gonna go i know exactly what she's talking about um so i mean it's it's good it's interesting i'll be all caught up when the new season comes which sean's the whole reason why i did it is because he's really excited for it mm-hmm. so i know i'm gonna have to watch it and i would rather not be lost you know, and be who's, like, that? who's that oh. well, why are they so mad well who are they talking about like you know i just don't want to be lost you know <laughs> like woman i'm trying to watch the show right so i'm kind of like well fine i guess i'll finally jump on the game of thrones bandwagon <laughs> stupid <laughs> um but i am enjoying it you know um i try not to watch it when he's home because i'm a question asker when mm-hmm. it comes to stuff if something's on and I'm watching it and I know that the person with me has seen it before and I have a question, I'll just ask. I'll pause it and ask. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, mm-mm. why do you say that? How come he did that? Who told him to do that? I got a ton of questions. And he's like, will you just shut the fuck up and keep watching? Because all your questions are going to be answered. <laughs> like, yeah, in an hour, all those questions you have are going to be answered. Like, right. just, just relax. So if he's not home, I can't ask those questions. All right. So I, I, normally I try to just watch it while he's not at home so that I don't have to ask about a lot of questions because i'm the worst at that i'm a total question asker mm. so i just try to avoid it because no one likes that you know what i mean <laughs> like when people ask me questions i'm like shut the fuck up i, I try to be there like i i hope i'm so far my timing's been pretty good for all the really like <gasps> moments like yeah. the big one um i think last season was the red wedding now i don't want to give it away but it was like everything's leading up to this point and then it just goes all the shit at this wedding yeah everybody dies and I'm like, yeah, like I knew because I knew it was coming up. So watching her react to it was always fun for me. <laughs> Which wasn't, I don't think it was, I mean, it wasn't, you know, Han getting stabbed reaction. Right. To, to put it in. But you had no, know. you had no real, like. Uh, I wasn't connected to the characters that bite it in that episode. So I yeah. was kind of like, oh, okay, well, that sucks. But like, where's Khaleesi? where's my girl because she's got some dragons to raise and i'm fascinated by it absolutely the whole show could just be about her and i'd still watch it all right all right then uh the other day we went to target to do some late shopping and i picked up uh, a movie that i asked if i could borrow from you but since it's your wife i figured screw it i'm just gonna buy my own disney's the descendants Ah. um did you watch it yeah we watched it that night when we got home it's basically for those people who don't know it's disney's version of hey maleficent it's maleficent the evil queen jafar and corella deville's 
kids, um, and they're in high school. Yeah, yeah you're bad at this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, um, Bell and Beast's son is about to be king at a private school. Mm-hmm. And all of the villains and all of their kids have been like banished to a, an island, you know, mm-hmm. Alcatraz, basically. Right. Because it's run down. It's completely horrible. Dogs aren't even allowed on the island, but I mean, Cruella Deville's there, so why would there be? Um, and basically, the prince, Bell and B's son, is kind of like, you know, when I first thing I want to do is let the kids, some of the children from the island, come over to the good island. And come to school with us. Because just because their parents are evil doesn't mean that they're evil. You know, because it's a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, hope, you know. Um, And so they come over and, you know, Maleficent asks her daughter, who's in the movie's name is Mal, to achieve something for them while she's there. While they're on the good island, basically. Mm -hmm. Because Maleficent's a bad guy and she wants to be a bad guy. So she's like, you're my daughter. You're going to be bad. So they go into the private school like, I'm not going to be a good kid. We're here to get shit done, and then we're going back home. Right. But this is a Disney movie, so that's not quite how it happens. Basically, is the gist. Okay. It was cute. I definitely want to see. I know they made a, a cartoon. I'm not like, gonna be, I'm not like, oh my God, I need to see everything. I do would like to see Descendants too, because this is going to come out sometime this year, mm. if it hasn't already. But I'm like, all right, I, I would see that again, because it was cute. Okay. You know, it was a nice little, like, like I'm basically dating a foul-mouthed Disney princess, so you know anything that Disney has, I'm kind of required by law now almost to watch. Legit. So, like the other day, we could have picked anything on Netflix. She wanted to watch Cadet Kelly. Don't with... you hate on it? I'm not going to hate on it. Let me finish. It stars uh, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Um, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Name. It was a cute movie. Yeah. But there is a scene where she joins the. Um, the I forget what the guys who spin the drill team. The drill team, okay. Yeah. I'm watching it though, and the only thing I think of was stripes. You know, <laughs> why did the chicken cross the road to get from the left to the right? And then they do their little yeah. thing, and I'm like, "Where'd you get that training, sir? What kind of training? Army training, sir?" Like I'm like, I wanted to go watch that movie like right after I was done. Yeah, and it was, but it was cute. I mean, I can see the appeal because I mean, I'll, I'll man, I was a Lizzie McGuire fan. So, you know, I... Such a creeper. No. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was a big Disney Channel watcher. Yes. She worked in an elementary school. So I watched... She had to keep up on all the... I think so, to kind of make sure. But I also think, too, that she had a fondness for children's programming. I think it was because it was simpler. There's not, like, a lot of plot. It's Hannah Montana. She's this girl here, this girl there. So to spend time with my mom, I would watch those shows with her. So... Mm -hmm. Lizzie McGuire, even Stevens. I personally, Phil of the Future, I think, was one of my favorite movie shows. Even Stevens and Phil of the Future were my favorites. <laughs> Kim, uh, Kim Possible, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> why? Because I'm watching stuff. I'm, I'm having. It's not like I'm like three o'clock in the morning with a bottle of Jerkins lotion going. Oh, where's that Kim Possible? <laughs> <laughs> not the rumor I'm starting. <laughs> I'll give you the best of both worlds, front and behind. <laughs> that is a creepy thing to say. If your neighbors would have looked through the bay window and seen you watching that, you would have been the guy that everyone told their kids to stay away from on the block. That's fine. I don't like kids. <laughs> you 
know, fast forward a few years, your girlfriend's 20 years younger. I mean, it all kind of comes together. Now. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> now you put it that way. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Freud. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, we watched that. Um, outside of that, it was kind of an honor. We went to the movies this weekend. Mm-hmm. We saw a movie. We'll get to that when yeah, we get to the box office. office. Right. Uh, we went over to your place Thursday, and yes. we watched, uh, what did we watch? Sausage Party. Sausage Party, yes, because Ed's never seen it. Yes. And uh, why well, you wanted to jump That wasn't there? necessarily why we watched it. Okay. Um, so when we go to your house on Thursdays, mm-hmm. Sean insists on going over to his Blu-ray wall yeah. and bringing movies, even though you have... Like, double the amount of movies that he does, right? So I'm like, you know, Ed has movies, right? Like, maybe we could watch some of Ed's movies tonight. You don't think he would like that? He's like, no, I got to bring my movies, right? Whatever. So he's like, well, what would you like? I didn't say that. Right, yeah. He doesn't say that. My, my, honestly, here's my thought process. Chances are I have a movie that just came out in Blu-ray that you don't have yet. Yes. So I bring it over because usually it's like, hey, we just saw it. It just came out in Blu-ray. Do you want to see it? Why, yes, I do. Yeah. Because you don't get it because you usually wait for your birthdays or holidays. Right, right. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I buy movies here and there for myself, but generally I wait for, like, the big moments of my life to, right. to get a bunch of them and be like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, the oh, movies. <laughs> I didn't have to pay for them. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> so Sean goes over the wall, and he's like, well, he always asks me if there's anything I would like to pick out, right? Mm. I got to tread lightly on that, though, because y'all don't want to watch a Disney princess movie for Thursday movie night, right? <laughs> so, so most of the time, mm. like, no, just surprise me. But can it not be something really old? Like, don't put me to sleep. What's old? I mean, I have to ask. I was, I'm, I'm going to be in trouble here. But... 70s, 80s. Okay. Some 80s movies are okay. Yes, some 80s movies, like, I'm all over that. And then some of them, I'm like, mm, like I'm not going to whip out Ten Commandments or Ben-Hur or Lawrence of Arabia. On yeah. No, I'm not watching that. Or Cleopatra. No, right. Like, I'll no. stay home. Y'all have y'all's little boys night and watch Cleopatra. I'm <laughs> staying home tonight. Like, <laughs> like the classics. Yes. You know, you know, those are old to me. I, it has to be in some form of Technicolor. Like, <laughs> and even then, you get a fine line for me. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of just depends. But most of the time, I'm like, no, just pick something. So he picks out the accountant because for like weeks and weeks now. Well, I was just saying, there's a, there's, a, there's a string of movies that he brings that I'm like, I want to see them. I want to do what every time he brings a movie, I do want to see his movies. But there's always that other one he brings that, like, because I've watched them on the <laughs> there's movies. There's a wild card. There's there. a wild card. I'm like, well, fuck! <laughs> like, yeah. like I kind of want to see this now. Now it's here. Honestly, I've been forgetting to bring the Magnificent Seven over because you're like, I really want to see, see that. that. Yeah, and I'm like, I keep forgetting. Like this, I'm thinking this Thursday, I'm just bringing Magnificent Seven. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. Just, bring just one. one. Unless something else good comes out this week. <laughs> it's gonna set you up for failure. <laughs> so we can watch Magnificent Seven. All right. So he pulls a couple movies, and I'm like, well, can you bring a funny, like a comedy? Because very rarely do we watch comedies on thursday night you know like it's always something that's like real actiony or we got to like really pay attention mm-hmm. but i'm like can we just watch something funny like can we just sit in ed's i don't like calling your downstairs room a basement because we have a real basement and it's a scary basement so i don't like calling your basement <laughs> it's a the basement. man cave is what we yes. call it yes. yes so i'm like can My we house. just watch you know down there like, and like laugh like let's not have something too crazy and serious that's my choice if you want me to choose a comedy so he picks some movie about guys going to like cheer camp or something. I fired up. Fired up. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, that was a good uh, movie. I'm like, don't you have sausage party? And he's like, no. And I'm like, I, well, hold on. I didn't never <laughs> said it like that. It was no, I don't. And she gives me this That's look how like I heard it. 
And I'm like, yes, you do. And he's like, Stacey, no, I don't. And I'm like, yes, you do. I've literally seen it in your hands like 10 times at Best Buy. You're going to tell me you didn't buy it none of those times? He's like, no, I'm waiting for the unrated version to come out. <laughs> and I'm like, how much more unrated do you what's, want it to get? What, what, what is missing yes. from this movie that yes. you think is gonna, they're going to well, add? Well, before that, she's like, are you sure you don't have sausage party? And I come looking at her. I'm going, waving over my wall. I'm going, this this is my thing. Of course I know if I have it right. or not. Like I know like, it's on my list of movies that I have. I could tell you the yeses right now. Like, you know, it's my thing. Sausage party is not in there. It would be right next to Savages if it was. <laughs> Between Saturday Night Fever and Savages, Sausage Party right there. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, is there even an unrated version? Because I promise you we've been in Best Buy more than a handful of times. Yeah. And he's like, I think I'm going to buy it today. Mm. Wait, maybe not. Maybe an unrated will come out. And I'm like, all right. I really thought one of those times he figured out it's not coming. He might as well just get it, right? right. I just really thought that. I know that he loved it, so when he loves a movie, he makes a point to add it to his collection. Yeah. In my head, it made sense that he had it. <laughs> so we go out to the car, and I'm like, will you Google it, please? Like, I need you to find out if an unrated <laughs> version is coming. Because if it's not, let's go get it, you know? Yeah. You very nicely got him a Best Buy gift card for his birthday. Yeah. So he's like, well, fine. It's not coming. We will go buy it on the way to Ed's house. Well, Best Buy is like right by your house. Yeah. So we swing by, we get it, we come over. But the whole time, he's like an unrated. And I'm like, oh. Did you see the same movie as I did? Because I just don't think that it can get much worse. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, for somewhere, like, and then after I heard the realization, like, no, there probably is never going to be an underrated movie because, not because of how bad it, it already is. It's, I'm sitting there going, well, the money involved in doing those reshoots, because it's an animated movie, there'd be an extra, like, we could do, like, have another scene added into a movie or. There's a way different line read. You still have that. Like the money involved in actually doing an unrated cartoon, not right out the gate. See, now that's the thing is, that because the whole conversation, this whole conversation already has happened in real life. With yes. <laughs> and I thought about it after you guys left. I'm thinking, how much more unrated can it get? And I yeah. thought about it. I think I know where the unratedness could have been into this movie. What they needed to add was more mayonnaise. <laughs> and not like a, a little character with the mayo right. jar like just spews of what make people would consider mayonnaise all through this movie just all over the hot dogs all over the, all over the falafel the bagels yeah I, I i naively thought that there would be like a, an unrated version of a of a r-rated cartoon of a very a hard yeah. r-rated cartoon yeah like it's, it's <laughs> I, real close to nc-17 i i honestly admit that i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> so i again having seen it for like the second time i still think it's hysterically fun yes um i'm assuming you. i think it's absolutely like hysterical knee slapper make your side hurt funny movie so what did you think Ed? I thought it was ten I I like I didn't I I I knew it was funny. I saw like I think it was just overhyped. Like like oh, I'm like right. I'm like I'm like really into going like oh this is gonna be fun. My wife saw it. She laughed. She thought it was hysterical. You know something. My wife thought it was funny, and she's sometimes you know if you on some of the things that I say, <laughs> I, what I consider funny, and she doesn't. You know I'm thinking wow this must be really good. 
And then I'm like watching it. I'm like, I did laugh. There were there were a lot of great moments into it, you know, like the thing. But I'm like, I I don't see the appeal, like of why right. people when people talk about such body, like why they really hate this movie or why they really love this movie. Because I'm like, I, I don't get it. Like I, I I laughed, I enjoyed it. It's like, yeah, you know what? If I if I saw it for like six bucks or whatever, yeah, I'd put it in my collection, right. you know, kind of thing. But I don't know if I pay full price. <laughs> Do you think that if you would have seen it like right when it came out, if you would feel differently about it? Because sometimes I feel like that about movies. Like yeah, there's such right. a hype for it, and I'll I'll miss the hype that by the time I get to it, I'm like, well, I don't really get what the hype was because yeah. I didn't get it at the probably. Hype. I mean, if you guys if you purchased it right away and we you know right. we watched it when it was released and it's like, oh yeah, this was a funny movie. I laughed hard. It was great, but there was like. You know, I got to a point. I'm like, wow, this is totally a stoner's movie. It's like, brutal. This is oh this God. is this. I mean, like, how fucking high were they yes. when they wrote this movie? <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. Don't get me wrong. Like I said I I, I laughed. There's, I can't say I didn't laugh. At this movie. Like, <sighs> okay, I'm gonna get. Hear me out. <sighs> Some Hayek to be a lesbian taco. <laughs> Oh my god, brilliant! <laughs> I think when we first seen it, I told him, "I have never been that high in my life. Not that as high as it was for them to make that. I need to experience that level of like pot highness because they had to be like through the roof. Like who even were they high? And like walked through the grocery stores? It had to be. I mean, that's <laughs> they had like a bunch of stoners in a grocery store, just, just so right fucking like, high, dude, going, dude." What if the hot dogs could talk? Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> That's yeah. my, my Seth Rogen high laugh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's like, or it's like, dude, the hot dogs just told me to eat them. <laughs> and they're all laughing at him because he's stupid. You know, you're like, and they're all high, so yeah. it's funny. You know? No, dude, really. The baby carrots. Who eats babies? Oh, my God. Uh, 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 that'd be great. I wish I could have been a part of that conversation. <laughs> I mean, I would just like to be the fly on the wall yes. during that conversation. Not high, because I think I'd get it more. Like, yes. being like, now it makes sense. Like, why you wrote this? Well, like, when we were watching the the um, gag reel, because it was a lot of... <laughs> you know, was a lot of that. Them in the booths. All the boots were kind of hazy. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't like a crystal clear. Uh-uh. Like, they were doing voiceover work in, like, hallways. And I guess, you know, you do that to get the, the right sound of where you might be. But it seemed like I don't think room- – I honestly think that the reason why – because you see you see Seth Rogen do a line and then somebody else do another line of their of the movie talking about it. And it, but every time you see Seth Rogen, he's a different like look and in uh-huh. a different room. And I'm like, I wonder if like recording studios, you like go. Well, I'm kicking him out. Kicking him out because it's like, dude, we can't have this. Is like, this is like, you know, I know it's legal for the city of LA to or the, right. you know, have it. But yeah, no. At one point, they were in like a trailer. Yeah, like recording in like somebody's trailer. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like one looked like it was somebody's house. Yeah, like, you know, like kind of thing. They just put up a couple sound walls to reflect the sound, you know, kind yeah. of thing, or absorb the sound in there. But it was just like, I'm like my God, I'm like, well, how many takes did it take? I, the, the, then, or I better yet, it's like they probably went through the whole movie and go, dude, I didn't fucking record it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what tape the machine did you see? I'm kind of like, how scripted was it? Because it felt like they would say stuff very improvised, you know? Yeah. And, like, each person would just say something. I'm like, that line was never in the movie. Like, how scripted was it and how improv was it? Because it 
it, oh, it was totally all improv. Right. It was totally all because this <laughs> because to be honest with you, the story really didn't make that much no. sense <laughs> for the first part. <laughs> I mean, like there was like a main theme of the whole thing, and you're like groceries, groceries. And it's like <laughs> a simple premise, oh. and you're like, all right, I get that. And then, of course, the whole, like, the reason why the humans now can hear them is apparently, like, bath sauce was the, <laughs> was the bad drug, you know, out of all the drugs that they could pick. Maybe this is me because I found the underlining story. It's about people with different religious faith. Or different oh, no, beliefs. I saw that. I saw okay. that. I coming, saw the whole coming the, together. the religious <laughs> undertone of it was, was like, oh, my it. God, these stoners actually had a point <laughs> to this movie. It's like when you see uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, and you're watching this craziness, and at the very end, they hit you with the message, and you're like, you son of a bitch. You made me feel something. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous, and I'm like, and the whole time I'm watching, you guys are laughing, and I'm like, and then of course the whole meatloaf thing, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe it. I'm like, is that really him? Like, I'm like wondering who's doing these voices, you know, kind of thing. Because I thought Johnny Depp was one in it, you know, like at one point. Because when he did Firewater, I'm like, wow, that's like Tonto from the Long Ranger, <laughs> Ranger movie. I'm like, that is so, and the stereotypes. Yeah, oh, that was man. the other thing. I'm like. A, Wow, I'm like now I know why people hated this movie. Like, because all the political correctness of this right. movie oh, is yeah. so out the window. Uh-huh. But I'm like, hey, whatever. <laughs> no, I think bunch of stars made like, a cartoon. I think that they were like, we're gonna do this, and we're just gonna take the gloves off, and yeah. we're gonna go all the way. We're gonna we're gonna piss everyone off equally. Well, see, I, I think that's what makes it a very funny movie. Is that when you try to make a comedy, and then you get to a point where you go, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't say that. We might get somebody mad. You lose the impact. You either mm-hmm. go or you don't go at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know what? Yeah, someone's going might be pissed off. Somebody might think it's a, a joke in poor taste. But you know what? If you don't go for it, then you 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 tame down the funny and you become bland and you become like, mm-hmm. you know, watered down. And you're just like you then you become just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You hit you hit hard, and if someone goes ooh, but they laugh at the same time. You go gotcha. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. That's. that's that's the way I always No, saw. I mean, they were all over the place. Black <coughs> jokes, white jokes, oh, religious yeah. jokes, gay, homosexual jokes. All of, They insulted everyone in this movie. Everybody. <laughs> Nobody was safe. No yeah. one. Every <laughs> single part. If you I, believed I, in something, you got to fucking I, insult it. I, I do um, want to see like the other special features, because there is like a, a whole doc. Like, I wouldn't say documentary, but a featurette, at yeah. least, on how they got this movie together. And like I'm like, all right, I got to see this. Like, yeah. you know, like to me... You know, it, it was. It, was... Oh, it just amazes me how these stoners came up with this and like kept it like going, yeah. that kind of thing. It was just like amazing. So thinking, but after a while, they kind of petered out. Like, even though, but the weird part about it is that Seth Rogen's writing partner, they've now become like a team because they brought Preacher to television. Mm-hmm. The two of them are now going to be the Pumbaa and Timon for the new, the reboot Lion King. Okay, and I'm like, okay, I can totally see Seth Rogen be Pumbaa. Right, like you know, like. Uh, 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 you know, like, <laughs> I like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> anyway, I didn't say my, I didn't say it was a good impersonation. <laughs> so then, uh, this weekend we uh, went to the movies. Ah, no, um, yeah. I, that's my my uh, setting it up for Ed to give us the lowdown on the top five movies of the week. Top five movies. Here we go, kids. Number five was a new release: Dairy of a White Dare. Diary of a Whippy Kid, The Long Haul, made $7.2 million over the weekend. That's what's since with the total gross with a $22 million budget. 
How many books are in that series? I don't know, but I I, it, it, I was at Best Buy last night, and I just realized that this is like the fourth movie in the series. I remember the first one making it being a big deal because apparently it's a beloved child, like not a children's book, but I would say like tween book that, you know, like was big. Mm. But then I was like, wait, they made how many more? Like, holy mackerel. Yeah. Like, I I'm surprised, but here we go. Okay, what's number four? Number four was the number two movie of last week, Snatched. It made $7.6 million over the weekend and 32.7 overall in the two weeks release with a $42 million budget. So it's almost there. All right. Number three was a new release. Everything, everything made $12 million. That's what sits with total gross with a $10 million budget. Is it that the guy who did the Fault in Our Stars book? I have no idea. I've never even heard of this thing. The only reason why I've ever heard of it is because they had a really ugly Snapchat filter for it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck is everything? Why are they saying it twice? I don't understand. I was very I honestly thought it was like everything is everything, but not everything, everything. I was like, what? Let's see. Let me see if I can find that. Yeah, I only have heard of it because of the Snapchat filter that was this past week. Well, as you're looking that up, I'll go on. Uh, number two was the number one movie of last week, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. It made $35 million over the weekend and 301.7 overall in the three weeks release with a $200 million budget. So. All right, just so you know, the plot of everything, everything is, yes. is a teenager who lived a sheltered life because she's allergic to everything, falls for a boy who moves in next door. Yes, and it's the one where she like wants to go to the beach or something, and he posts like a bunch of pictures of a bunch of different beaches in her room, and her mom's like, no, you're allergic to the sun. You can't go outside. And she's like, if I can just live one day of happiness, it'll be worth it. Yeah, here in the storyline is a 17-year-old girl named Madeline Whittier has a rare disease that's causing her to have to stay indoors 24-7 with her, with her filtered air. So it's basically a boy in a bubble. Um, her whole life is basically books, her mom, and Carla, her nurse. Sorry, Ed. What? I don't know. I sent them off the rails. <laughs> the thing is, she says, <laughs> she's popping her hands, she blah, 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 and then she rolls her eyes, <laughs> and then goes, blah. <laughs> like, way to take a touching movie. It just... Ed said, and one day, Ed, a moving truck pulls in next door. There she sees Ollie. Ollie Bright is Maddie's new neighbor. They get to know each other through emails. The more they get to know each other, the more they fall in love. Ollie starts to make Maddie realize she isn't really living. This starts the adventure of Maddie's new life. Taglines, risk everything, dot, 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 for love. <laughs> Boy, if, could, could you hear the eye roll coming out of Stacey's head? Like, Wow. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so that was number three movie. Number two was Guardians of the Galaxy, which I just said. And then the number one movie was a new release, Alien Covenant. It made $36 million over the weekend. That's its total gross with a $97 million budget. Yeah, and people are saying, well, even though it's number one in the box office, it's still considered a bomb because it made only, like, it should have been a $100 million movie over okay. the weekend. I mean, think about it. Next week is Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So you have really one week to kind of get your money back before a Disney movie, a Johnny Depp Pirates movie comes and goes, I'm sorry, everyone step out of sight. Like, yeah. just, oh, look, it's a special effects Pirates movie with Johnny Depp going, is it, oh, is it, oh, your bloody cake hole. And then 
$200 million. Like, you know. Especially, like, a couple weeks ago, he was at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride right. playing Johnny Depp, coming out to talk reading. Uh, right, and just yes. before Alice in the Looking Glass, he did the whole video screen of yeah. people. So let's face it, Johnny Depp likes being Johnny Depp, yeah. you know. <laughs> so it's... Oh, Johnny Depp likes to be other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's what it is. <laughs> so, I mean... Uh, it it's could be considered. Will it make its money back? Probably because you got to figure out overseas market. Yeah, you know there'll be a sequel now. Her and I saw it. Yes, um, I'm gonna say I think we have very two different opinions this time around. Okay, um, uh, they might not be vastly different, but I'm not gonna be a fan favorite today. That's for sure. All right. Um. Okay. I will start off by saying is I'm I've been a lifelong Alien fan. Yeah. So to have a new Alien movie come out. I'm always in right, right away. Mm-hmm. Um, having seen all the movies, it this one is kind of a it's a sequel to Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there. It's Ridley Scott. When Ridley Scott does a science fiction movie, it's more science fiction than adventure. Okay. So the movie and in typical Ridley Scott fashion, it's got a slow build, and then once it hits, it it kind of takes off running. Mm-hmm. Um, not. He put this special spin on, like, I would say it gives kind of an origin story to the aliens. Mm-hmm. And it also makes, I, I mean, I'm a Michael Fassbender fan. You know, so having him in the movie again, mm-hmm. just, I'm like, all right, I'm in. Um, strange cameo that I was not expecting to see, which threw me out of the movie for a minute because I was like, wait, is that James Franco? Yeah, you're right. He is in the mm-hmm. movie. And then. But he's in and out real quick, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So I'm just like, well, is that because he knows Danny McBride? Is that like, was that, <laughs> was that, was that the reason why he got to be on film for Danny? Did he got to get me in the film? Like, yeah, squint in his eyes. <laughs> you got to get in this film. Come on, it's man. aliens. I want to be in the aliens film. It's gonna be awesome. Like I remember hearing something that he was gonna be in the movie, but I wasn't sure. Like he's not, he's not the poster child for an alien movie. Yeah. In fact, the alien is the poster child for the alien movie. Yeah. Right. So to see him, and again, he's in and out real quick. No, if you blink, you'll miss it. Right. And like I said, most of the time I was going, wait, is that James? Oh, I missed him. Like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So it it starts off like that. And I'm like, all right. It was slow. And when when it finally decided to start picking up, it picked up and ran with it. There was a little like, oh, moments for me being a fan of the series. Mm. Um, Would I see it again? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm. Would it, would I, will I put it in the my alien collection? Of course, because mm. it's it's an alien movie. Yeah, you know, um, it does kind of put a, like a little bitter sting on it that because Neil um, Blunkamp he was thinking about making a sequel to the guy who did Chappie and uh, um, Elysium has mm. always been in love with the alien movies and came up with an idea for a sequel involving Ripley and um, Michael Bean. His character, mm-hmm. you know, so it was like they were on track to make that. And then all of a sudden, release that comes and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have a sequel to my Alien movie. And they're like, oh. And it, but, and because of that, and he also has like plans for a couple others. Mm-hmm. So it was like that movie now that I was really interested in seeing now is kind of like pushed. It's going to be one of those like, I guess we'll never know kind yeah. of things. And you're like, all right. I, I enjoyed it. I wasn't like blown away by it. I was like, all right, you know, as a fan of the series, it was solid. Okay. I mean, the fourth one, the one that Joss Whedon wrote, mm. I, I'm not a fan of. Mm. So, like, in the in the grand scheme of the alien movies, it's it's kind of like, 
in the middle. Okay. I would say now I don't know what she was. She's yeah, like, we, ha- we haven't even talked about it. Okay. Yeah. So. She, I asked her, she's like, I'm just going to wait for the show. I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. So I am not a fan of the alien series and uh-huh. have never, ever watched an alien movie. Okay. I have seen very small bits and pieces of alien versus predator. Uh-huh. Like, very small. You, like, walk through someone's living room, like, oh, what are you watching? Okay, I got something else to go do. You know what I mean? Very small. Um, So I I recognize the alien image. You know, if someone showed me, I'd be like, oh, it's alien. You know, like, I I, I know that. Pop culture taught me that. Right. Never watched a movie. So I went in completely blind. And probably wouldn't have even went with Sean and Dad today had it not been for Danny McBride being in it. Because I am a huge fan of Eastbound and Down. And he's the main character right, in yeah. Eastbound and Down. And right. I think it's the funniest, most raunchy show yeah. ever. So I was like, oh, he's in it? I'm in. Right? Just to be able to see him. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't even care what it was about. I just wanted to watch him. Um, Sci-fi is not really my thing, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Right? So watching it, I'm like, all right, it's an alien. I get it. I got it. I'm following everything. I agree it was very slow for like the first 30, 30 minutes. Like slow. Like, when are the aliens coming? And when is blood going <laughs> to shed? Because y'all are getting kind of slow here. Like, I don't care about the love connection. Bring on the bloodshed, right? I wanted a yeah. lot of gore. Right. I like gore. Not so much sci-fi, but I can go all day long with some gore. I thought this was going to be way more gory than it was, not knowing anything about alien, mm-hmm. right? Like, in my head, it was just going to be really, really brutal and gruesome. Because not seeing any of the alien movies... If you don't know anything about them, you think they're horror movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I always thought that the alien movies were not so much ho- sci-fi. They were horror because the, I had never seen the them. The very first one would definitely be under the horror genre. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Sean and Dad don't really like horror, but it's the alien. So, all right, fine. But I need to see some brutal bloodshed. Like, people need to die. Chop their heads off. <laughs> aliens popping out on the face. I need all that, Right. I just don't feel like it lived up to that for me. Mm. You know, like not to my expectations going in blind. You know, mm. like I guess if you love the series, it's kind of like, oh, it's another one. We love it anyways. Nice. You know what I mean? But not having a love for the series, I don't have that same connection. Mm. So to me, it did not live up to the expectations. Um, the only other thing that I had a really big problem with, and it's the reason why I don't like sci-fi movies, is because I feel like that the characters make very stupid decisions in the movie. <laughs> very stupid decisions. I'm like, why'd you say that? Why'd you do that? You look stupid. That was the wrong. You know, like when you're watching a scary movie and the stupid white girl runs up the stairs, yeah. you want to go, why the fuck? The front door was right there, right? Everyone wants to do that. So I'm watching it in theater. I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, like trying to be quiet about it. But I think that... <laughs> I think Sean could feel me being like, why'd you say that? Why? Like, there's a part where they tell the bad guy how many people are on the show. Why would you tell them that? He's well, obviously uh, the bad guy. I, yeah, but they don't know that, do they? No, they don't know that. But see, I like, knew that. As, yeah, but you know well, that. Okay, I'm going to say the, pro- the main problem with the movie, on storytelling-wise, it is very thematic. Mm. Like, you kind of know... This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. It doesn't stray. There's no like, oh, what? That wasn't supposed to happen. It's very, like, the moment, basically, it kind of ties into Prometheus with the David character played by the robot character mm. by Michael Fassbender. Right. They find him. I'm not tell you how, but they, the reason why they find him is because they're traveling. It's obviously in, it's past the 
the date of Prometheus. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to colonize another planet. Right. So there's a you know, there's a moment that happens what causes them to kind of go to a different planet than the one they're supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. And when they get to that planet, that's where the David character is. So they have a basically an arc full of people mm-hmm. and animals and embryos and things like that. Right. And then when they talk to David Fassbender's character, he goes, well, how many people are on it? And right away you go, that's you. Why the fuck are you telling this guy? Like you just instinctively know going, that's a bad idea, dude. Like, but it's, it's, it's very cookie cutter as far as this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And as long as you, you're aware of that and you don't mind that, you can enjoy that movie. You're right. not like, oh, like it, doesn't, it doesn't take it out. I'm just going, all right, like there's a moment where there's Michael Fassbender plays two roles because he's, a, he's an android. Mm. You know, So there is a David character and a Walter character. Okay. Well, there's a moment where the two of them are fighting and you know, there is a moment when one of them pops back up. So... It, it it's kind of leaves this kind of like, well, which one is it? Yeah. Like, if you know anything about movies, you kind of already know which one it is. <laughs> like, there's no surprise. surprise. Right. So it's like, because even my dad, who doesn't, he he knows, he doesn't really pay attention to those kind of triggers. Yeah. Even when he walked in, I was like, I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, everyone did. Like, that would, like, if you walked in out of the movie going, I had no clue. Clearly, you don't go to the movies a lot. Right. Like, you know. <laughs> you don't watch enough movies, yeah. uh, really. Well, see, and I am i don't like being able to predict a movie. If I can predict, <laughs> predict the movie, why did I spend my money to come watch it? It's mm. how I feel about it. Yeah, cool effects, aliens, blood, gore, fine. I get it. But I don't want to be able to say that's going to happen, that's going to happen, that's going to happen, that's going to happen. What's the point, mm-hmm. personally? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of like to go in being like, I don't need, like, a shock value moment. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be able to, like, step by step know what's happening next. And I felt like I did know that for this movie. And it was a little weird because I didn't know anything about any of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know anything about this. And I'm still being able to pick up on these. And I'm not good at that. Right. You know, like, I... Right. Haven't seen a lot of movies like y'all have, so I'm not good at picking up those triggers. Mm-hmm. So when I can, it kind of just leaves like a sour taste in my mouth. I'm kind of like, like disappointed in that, that that I outsmarted the movie. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm like I kind of like, wanted y'all yeah, to trick me. Like where she gets kind of <laughs> disappointed, I'm always like, yes, like like I get like proud of it because I'm always about like okay, this is probably where it's gonna go, and it's not about. It's about the journey, not the destination. Exactly, yeah. So when I go to a movie, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I know that twist is going to happen, but I enjoy that twist, even though I see it clear as day coming. Because I enjoy that because I like to see where it's going to go, that that storyline. Right. Because how did they get there? And then the <laughs> twist happens, and then, like, what happens after the twist? Right. You know, it's, it's like, that to me is where the, the, the fun is. Right. Well, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like I've told Sean, when I started Sons of Anarchy, I knew how it was going to end. Before I ever put that disc in, I knew exactly how it was going to end. Mm. But I was like, that's okay. I want to know how it's going to get there. I appreciate the journey also. But I should not be able to know the journey step by step and the end. Right. Like if, if I can pick out the journey, but then the end surprises me, I'm happy. If I can pick out the end, but the journey surprises me, I'm happy. But I don't want to be able to know the story from start to finish. I, I can definitely say that judging by like how people, like I, before we came in, I was looking at you know, like posts and stuff. And mm. it's, it's definitely like divided and people going, yeah, you know what? It wasn't a, a phenomenal movie, but I'm a fan of the series, so I enjoy it. Mm. But then there's other people going, you know what? I'm a fan of the, like, 
they give an origin to the alien race mm-hmm. rather than have it just be a species of creature that wants to just it's just a brutal animal. Mm-hmm. They actually give it um, a like a, a story. Right. Like this is how they came to be, which I think more people would like to know more about than it's like, OK, yeah, they're aliens. are awesome. But where'd they come from? Because like because I think people love that look and that alien. It's so iconic because like even she knew what that alien looked like and never mm. having seen a movie. Mm. So I think that there is a little bit of really Scott wanting to try to be more like, OK, this is this is where they came from, because he's I think I read somewhere the human record. He doesn't like the James Cameron Alien series, like the the, the sequel that they mm-hmm. made, the high action oh, game over, man. He never liked that because if you look at Ridley Scott's science fiction movies, it's more drama based. I mean, mm-hmm. Blade Runner, mm-hmm. the first Alien, while it being horror, it's it's heavy on the drama. Drama, yeah. You know, it's it's not about like ooh shock value. It's it's like that creepiness, like you know. It, it, it so it kind of it lends to that Ridley Scott kind of view. Yeah, you know um, the other thing I I noticed because as a fan of the series, remember the first movie? Um, there's like this little. Um, it was used in Dark Man too. The little um, crow like thing that kind of does the thing uh, bobbles with oh, yeah, the liquid yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the very first movie, it's on the table where John Hurt. You know, I think you know the alien first comes About, out the first right, time. Yeah. They actually made a nod to that on someone, like, they had that thing on a table with nothing on it. And I was like, I think it's Ridley Scott's kind of nod to John Hurt. Be like, if it wasn't for you, we probably even wouldn't be here. Yeah. Because I remember when he first made the first movie, they never told anybody what was going to happen except for John Hurt and yeah. Ridley. So, and when you watch that scene, that reaction is what everyone really gave. Yeah. Which adds that little special scariness to the movie. Yeah. I think that's what... Treat me out. Exactly. <laughs> like, when these people are freaking out, going, oh, my God, what the fuck? What the... Like, they... That wasn't... That was not acting. That was realism. Yes. <laughs> <You know>? Yes. <laughs> so, it was like... It was like little things like that. I'm like, okay. Like, he kind of... As a fan, I can go, okay, I noticed that. I noticed that. And just, again, being in that world, for me, was... I was happy with it, mm-hmm. but I, I can totally understand and appreciate Stacey kind of going, eh, it's like, eh, movie. Yeah, yeah. very, you know? eh. Yeah. Okay. Like, you can skip it and not, you can wait for a video. I mean, I think the diehard Alien fans went because yeah. it's like, the moment you see that symbol, that's like, we're going, right? Like, that's the same way with the, the preview for the new um, Planet of the Apes movie. Right. He, we love that series. Yeah. Like, so the moment you see... Caesar step up that already was leaning over going we're seeing that right I'm like yeah like <laughs> like she might stay on because I don't think she's seen the the other two I have not um but I'm okay with going to see it that does look that does interest me very much though. right you know like I'm I'm kind of fascinated by the whole the apes and the people going head to head again never watching a Planet of the Apes movie you know what I mean <laughs> I'm kind of like oh okay I kind of want to watch that and then um Forgive me if I miss his name. Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson's in it. Yes! <laughs> I got oh. somebody right. I got a sidebar here. Oh, damn. I'm getting ready to go to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to talk. Uh, you know, before I leave her work, I lean over, give her a kiss. Hey, baby. Yeah. I lean I over. <laughs> I lean over, kiss her, and in a sleepy day, she's like, Scorny Weaver and Oprah called about a show and i'm like 
I'm See, like, now Ed needs backstory. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> okay. What? Here's a, okay. I talk in my sleep all the time. <clears throat> Sean will wake me up and go, do you remember that? And most of the time, I have no idea what he's talking I've about. I've heard her laugh. I've heard yes. her like talk and mumble. Yes. Yeah. Total sleep talker, right? right? Like 100%. I've been told that my whole life. It didn't even surprise me when he finally heard it. I'm like, hell, what? Sorry, I didn't warn you. <laughs> but the other morning, I actually had a dream. If I don't talk about my dreams right when I wake up, it'll leave my head. Like yeah. I, I can't remember it. Right. So he wakes up for work. I felt him get out of bed. It woke me up. Normally, it doesn't wake me up. Like Normally, I don't even know he's leaving until he's like, all right, I'm leaving. The other morning, I did wake up and was aware of that he was waking up. I mean, <laughs> that he was getting re- ready for work. So I go to tell him that Sigourney Weaver and Oprah called about the show, not a show. Okay? I was trying to tell him about the dream that I had. I was not sleeping. I was awake. I was probably like half asleep, but I was aware that I was telling him this. Okay. And he was kind of like... Go back to sleep, babe. Like I, he clearly thought I was sleep. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So he didn't even like let me. Like there, he didn't even give me the chance to explain what I meant when I was telling him that. Right. Like sometimes I'll go, what? <laughs> yeah. It just did me, but usually she'll just like roll over. I'm like, yeah. I feel like an ass. I'm talking to a sleeping person. So <laughs> I was up though. Like I wasn't sleeping. I mean, I was kind of like half asleep. But I was aware that I was speaking to him and what I was trying to tell him about my dream. So I remember him telling me, okay, babe, just go back to sleep. And then I didn't understand why he didn't care about my dream. <laughs> like now I'm mad because I'm trying to. Like, oh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I, I'm a part of the journey, and I knew that that twist was coming. <laughs> so now I'm mad, not mad enough to be like, bitch, you don't want to hear about my dream. <laughs> so I went back to sleep. Right? So he comes from home from work, and the first thing he asked me, like as he's taking his shoes off, he's like, babe. Do you remember what happened this morning? And I'm like, yes, I was trying to tell you about my dream. He was like, Stacey, I wrote it down to like ask you later if you remember telling me this. And I'm like, I do. But now I can't fucking tell you about it because it's gone. Like I was trying to take advantage of the moment and you did not care. Because Sigourney Weaver and Oprah called about the show. My surprise. This show. My surprise about all that, she knew who Sigourney Weaver was. Yeah. When we talked about it on the show last yeah, no, night, she knows I knew she's the Warren from Holes. Yes, right. I knew who it was. I just had to put a face to the name. Right. Now, this is going to sting y'all a little bit. The reason why I know who Woody Harrelson is is because of Zombieland. That's that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly that's fine. Doesn't okay. sting at all. I mean, we'll always know him from Cheers. Cheers, yeah. Woody okay. from Cheers. I was like, I remember when they introduced his character as Woody, and his name was Woody Harrelson. I'm like, is he that bad of an actor that he can't know his <laughs> no own name? Or like he's got to use his own name. Okay. <laughs> I know him from Zombieland. Oh, but yeah, but after he'll always be not only Woody, but he'll always be Mickey from Natural Born Killers. Mickey and okay. Mallory. Okay. Way younger. Way younger. So, and I've seen Natural Born Killers. So now I'm like, oh my right. god, I can't believe I missed that I missed, I got Zombieland instead of that. But I think because he's older now, when I see him older, right. I associate him with an older role yeah. that I know him from, yeah, we, which is Zombieland. And I've kind of seen his career start and, right. and and go where it is. So, like, when someone says, oh, I know him from this movie five years ago, you go, okay, it makes sense. Like, you can't be. Right. It, it would be strange. You're going, you know how I remember him from? 
I remember him from Cheers, and I would have been like, "What? what? <laughs> How? Really? Like, you actually uh, remember you know, that? Explain this one." <laughs> <laughs> so that movie looks really, really good. So and he looks like the craze, kind of like the he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. he plays uh, he plays he, a good crazy person." That's because his dad was kind of crazy. Yes. Yeah, he made an attempt to kill a president at one point. Yeah. I will sit at home for Mummy. I, All right, I, I, I can't listen. This is gonna this might sting y'all a little bit. My Mummy has Brendan Fraser. Okay. <laughs> okay. My well, you know has, what? My mummy has the Abner Costello in it. <laughs> true, that's true. Yeah, as far as Carlisle, but the, I always, I always laugh because <laughs> the the same weekend that the mummy was coming out with Brendan Fraser was the same as Episode One. It was the right. Same weekend. Yeah. Me and two other people were driving, and we were thinking about going to see a movie. And, of course, we were like, it was Saturday night, you know, Friday opening night for, for movies and stuff. Because we didn't have the Thursday now like they do <laughs> right, now. Right, So, Saturday, we're, we're driving by and we're like, we're like well, we're not going to get to see Star Wars because it's probably sold out. It's like, right. probably sold out all weekend. You're not going to get a ticket. So, though, the mummy's out with Brendan Fraser. And I'm like, Brendan Fraser is in the mummy? George of the Jungle? George of the Jungle? Encino <laughs> <laughs> <Cino> Man? <laughs> that guy? Sure, you know what? What the hell, you know? So we drove to the theater and it was like empty. We were kind of surprised. So we're thinking, well, maybe there's like no show times right now. This for Star Wars or whatever. So we walk in. There's like nobody in the you know in the uh, uh, gallery or the uh, whatever you know where you buy the tickets. And I'm like, crazy question. Do you have tickets for Star Wars? And they're like, yeah, everybody wants all last night. They're not going to see it tonight. Uh, so I'm like, three tickets for Star Wars. Yeah, so we never me. saw fuck Brandon Fraser. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> So we stole Star Wars, and for 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 months we'd laugh about it because we were going to see the Mummy. It's <laughs> on Star Wars. This is like hilarious. So when it came on video, the people were like, "We should see this movie to see right. what it was like." And we're like, "You know what? That wasn't that bad." It was, I, I I liked Brandon Fraser's again. Not really surprised that you associate Brandon Fraser with the Mummy, well, but I also I liked that series. I yeah. thought it was great. It's not that I associate with him the Mummy because remember right. Disney fan. He's motherfucking George of the Jungle. Okay. (laughs) I don't necessarily associate him with the mummy. Right. However, when the mummy came out, when the mummy came out, that was like, what, 99? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Or 2000? No, 99. Yeah, because Star Wars. Wars, As a kid, it's like, ooh, a mummy movie, it's going to be a little scary, quote unquote. It actually ended up being like kind of funny and kind of campy mixed in with like a little, a little, as a nine-year-old. Right. Like a little scary but because I was so young, that's my mummy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I know as the mummy. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. I know. So I don't really care that he's going to be doing a mummy movie. I, I meant to ask you this earlier. Who's the girl in it? I don't know. Okay. I really think she's in Orange is the New Black. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. I might be wrong because she's like on all makeup. You know what I mean? But every time, the more I see the preview for it, because I mean, we go to the movies like once a week now, and of course they're like preview, 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 preview. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about Tom Cruise. You and Dad can go see that on the, your own. The blonde? No. The girl that plays the mummy. Oh, the girl who plays the mummy is the girl who played in, um, what do you call it? Uh, Star, Star Trek Beyond. She was the girl all in white. She was also in the Kingsman, but you didn't see that yet. Um, the mummy, she plays, uh, let's see if I can get her. Sophia Butella. Okay, is she in Origins of the New Black? No. Okay, who 
she looks like to me, like facial structure wise. Right. If that makes sense, because she's in all makeup and everything, so you don't really know like what she looks like. Mm. You just know like the structure of her face. Who she looks like to me is in Orange Is the New Black. You know how there's the two Hispanic girls that are besties. Yeah. The one that's like more ditzy of the two Hispanic girls. Right. You know okay. what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, but the reason why she also looks familiar too is because not only is she in The Mummy, but she's also the French agent in the Atomic Blonde trailer that we also saw. The one Char- Charlize Theron's making out with in the trailer. Oh, I want to see that just for that scene. Right. Okay. Okay. Nah, exactly it's the same about. girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I wanted, she was like, Kingsman. Like, I was like, let me see that. And she's like, I, isn't that Alfred? I'm like, well, he was in the first one, but I know who the guy doing the voiceover is. And I'm like, you didn't see, I thought she saw it. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, no, I'm like, oh, we're going to definitely have to see that one before we see the second one. That's right. Yeah. You know, cause it's so good. Yeah. The person talking in it, it I'm not going to call him Michael Caine. Like I'm, I'm just not, <laughs> he's fucking Alfred. It, in talking in the very beginning of the preview for the King, the second Kingsman sounds like identical to me to Alfred. So every time we see it, I'm like, are you sure that's not Alfred? He's like, Stacey, it might be because he's in the first one. And I'm like, it really, really sounds like Alfred to me. I really think that that's Alfred. He's like, I don't think it is. But, I mean, I guess it's possible. So now we're going to have to find out. Never mind. Well, yeah, yeah, we can't talk about it because she's never seen it. Yes. And I don't want to say something and then ruin what could right, possibly ruin right. a moment yes in both movies yes oh yeah don't ruin my moment yeah let so me have my moment yeah i could be completely wrong but you let me have don't kill my moment <laughs> <laughs> so you just let me be wrong <laughs> i i recommend if you're a fan of the alley movie go yeah. see it if you're not a fan you could probably pass it up you know if you weren't a fan of prometheus you're probably not gonna be a fan of this one all right you know but anyway but what's more importantly is what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray and video games next this week. Oh, okay. Uh, releases of the week, kids. Here we go. Logan's coming out this week on Blu-ray, Ooh. DVD, and Ultra HD. Is it going to have the black and white version too? <laughs> uh, Logan Noir, I think it's called. You know what? I, I don't know. I, I, I've heard about it, but I don't know if that's coming out this week or not. And it's make, I think it's going to come out later because I think just, you know Fox is just going to Trying to squeeze more money out of you in a later date. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next is uh, The Great Wall with Matt Damon. It's coming out this week I, as well. I heard it was an okay movie. <laughs> <laughs> My older sister loved it. Really? Uh, okay. All right. What else you got coming out? Uh, get Out. All right. I'll see what it knows. <laughs> it's also coming out this week. Okay. I wonder if we could, we could blue red box that one. That's, yeah. you know, because we wanted to see that one. Blue red box that one. We can. I would say Blu-ray. We can Blu-ray it. But then I was going to say Netflix. And I was like, you know, it's not coming out on Netflix either. But we can red box it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, Vixen MFV is coming out on Blu-ray. Uh, this is actually an animated series that they had on the CWC Seed. Uh, uh, it's a channel on Roku or any of the devices that you have. It was like usually like a like a like fifteen minutes of. Uh, uh, like kind of show. There were vignettes. Yes, and they put them all together in one now Blu-ray that you can. Watch. Uh, let, me, let me take you back into a time, Ed, of a, of a, of a television show, a short-lived television called called Birds of Prey. Oh yeah. Okay, remember that show? Yes. Okay, what Warner Brothers did to kind of accent the thing was they took the actresses who did the voiceover works for the for Harley, Catwoman, and Ivy from the animated series and did vignettes on their web shows on the, on the web as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why that is the reason why I have birds of prey box set in my house 
is for those videos, for those short cartoon shorts. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But so Warner Brothers, for, for the Arrowverse here, they wanted to bring Vixen into into the world, so they came up with the idea of, of doing a cartoon mm. all just for... I'm glad to see it's getting Blu-ray, because I'm like, all right, I'll pick that up, because mm. they did bring her in, I think, the show for like an episode or two. Yeah, kind of to introduce her just to... So that way, like, you know, they I think they commercialized the... Right, the seed to try and you know. Oh, if you like her than this, try check her out in there. You know. So. All right, what else you got? Uh, the Funny Farm is coming out on Blu-ray. This is probably the first movie that you, you think the Funny Farm is not that Funny Farm with um, Chevy Chase. I'm like, no, it's a different movie. This has a young um, comedian of uh, fuck, I can't. Howie think. Mandel. That's the one. <laughs> I uh, all right. Um... I'm looking here. I'm trying to see. Like, look at the cast here. Um, here's the... The labs are nonstop as a gang of ambitious young comics strives to make it in the exciting world of stand-up comedy at the famous comedy club in L.A., The Funny Farm. These budding comedy stars are crazy offstage as they are on. Miguel, America's funny illegal alien. Miles, who can't decide if he's a black comic or a comic who happens to be black. Bruce, whose manic act borders on insanity. And Peter, an intense political satirist. The Funny Farm is a hilarious, insightful look into those who live the lives of comedians. Starring comedy superstar Harry Mandel, uh, game show legend Jack Carter, and the great Ellen Brennan from Private Benjamin. Um, all right. Uh, it looks like Peter Ackroyd's in it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I, okay. It's a rare film. It's a rare find. Uh, the Power Rangers Mystic Force, the complete series, is coming out this week as well on DVD. All right. SpongeBob SquarePants, the first 100 episodes, is coming out on DVD. Wow. Aww. <laughs> I thought you were a SpongeBob fan. I'm not, but there's this one episode where Sandy, that's the squirrel that's underwater. Uh, she misses every time She I... misses Texas, and that's in one of the first 100 episodes. And I really like that episode, and she does this I Want to Go Home song or whatever, and it makes me think about Texas every time I hear it. Okay. <laughs> All I'll right. YouTube it. It's not that Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm not getting the first time. All right. What else you got there, Ed? <laughs> Remember the Teletubbies? Yes. Well, there's Teletubby Classic fan favorites coming out on DVD. Uh, okay. All right. That's. Do we have a, a high. Are, are the people who listen to our show big Teletubby fans? Like, Maybe. Well, the whole. I'm the hell, I don't judge. <laughs> I just present the information that I have. Okay. And if they're Teletubby fans because they smoke a little something, or the whole controversy why the purple one had a purse. Okay. Is, is you know, it's up to them. All right. Uh, DC Hero Girls Intergalactic Games is also coming out on DVD. All right. And this one I know you're going to pick up. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, Twilight, and Starlight. No. <laughs> Are you sure? Yep. Now, that's all I have for uh, the list here. Uh, is there any honorable mentions you'd like to add? Yes. Max 2, White House Hero. <laughs> you know, I had a funny feeling that was going to be the honorable mention. I, I, I'm a little annoyed by this movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he wants to make it an honorable mention. Well, only reason I'm saying is because the first Max movie was about the it's the dog. Um, he's partnered with um, the guy who owns Max or who's in care of Max. They're in the army together, yes. and he dies, and they bring Max home to give to his younger brother. Right. Dog doesn't get along. Blah blah blah. Right. Through you know t- trials and tribulations of a young man going through grief, he they be- he bonds with the dog and they become best friends. And at some point in time, 
The dog saves him. Saves him right. from bullies. Right. Didn't we talk about this White House movie a few weeks ago on the show? We might have. Because I've never heard of this before. I had never heard of this before. before no, we I talked about it. the Max movie that came out because it came out on uh, uh, Blu-ray. I know, but now he's like going to the White House right. for like the Secret Service or some shit yeah. like that. He was okay, Secret see, Service I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about this. I heard that from you two. So I think <laughs> that this is like a replay of oh, something coming out. A re-release. So you know what? Fuck you, Max 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? Okay, never mind then. I'm saying, don't see it. What's going on in video games there, right? Is it a big week for video games? It's not bad. I have to say, it's not a light week, but it's not a heavy week. So uh, let's get through it and see what you think. All right. Uh, crap. <coughs> oh, it must be a Japanese role-playing game. Or <laughs> no, it's not, title. but it's uh, for the Nintendo Switch. It's uh, Disagree 5, complete by NIA. Yeah. Yeah. whatever. Gotcha. A complete uh, by uh, NIS America Incorporated for Nintendo Switch, and that's a Tuesday release. All right. Samurai Warriors Spirit of Sanadera, whatever, by okay, Temka okay. Koi for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Okay. Portal Knights by 505 Games for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. I, you know what? I can be honest. I don't have an opinion on any of these. Um, this one is a, a, a Japanese one. Ultia Watermonora Mask of Deception by Atlas for the PS4 and PS Vita for a Tuesday release. <laughs> I don't know what's funnier, the fact that Ed all of a sudden puts on this fake Asian accent. Yeah, kind, like, of. Like, <laughs> kind of. But after every syllable, he's like... He like accentuates it. Yeah. Like, um, what's the guy that does the voice when someone's coming to the ring to, oh, yeah. to box? Let's get ready yeah, to rumble! rumble! Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't <laughs> That's the voice. In my head, that's what who Ed is channeling when he reads the Japanese <laughs> title. It, it's always like, it's something always- in Japanese! <laughs> yes. It's always a long... So many vowels and consonants that should go together. And every syllable, he accentuates it at the end of every single syllable. It's Utoranamono! Mask of Deception by Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it's like, oh, Utoranamono! It's like, Ed, really? Like, go. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. Uh, video game with the people. Hi! Hi! <laughs> okay, what else you got? Uh, Rhymey by Grey Box for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's also a Tuesday release. What's the movie game again? Rhymey. R-I-M-E. Yep. That's like an independent game that it got real popular. That's what I know. It looks real pretty, mm. but it looks like the people who did um, like the Journey, that one where you're uh, like that, okay. you know, you're walking across the desert and like music is involved, or yeah. or the one that's the free game this month for PlayStation, the the Abuzu, where you're the diver and you're, you're swimming underwater. Jeez, oh, <laughs> did you play that one yet? No. Oh, <laughs> it looks terrible. <laughs> it looks. I see the commercial. I'm like, wait, they're promoting this on on TV? Like, <coughs> what the fuck? It looks horrible. I would even I would even if you pay me. <laughs> well, it's uh, how much you pay, pay me. me. <laughs> it depends on what you pay. All right, what else you got? Uh, Ultra Street Fighter Two: The Final Challengers by Capcom for Nintendo Switch, and that's a Friday release. Yeah, this is the hey, how much blood from this stone can we get? <laughs> it's it's they added they added, they added two new characters. <laughs> Who? 
Evil Ken and Violent Ryu or something like that. Or it's basically the evil versions of Ken and Ryu. All right. Like, would they give him beards and goatees? Like, <laughs> I am Evil Ken. <laughs> like, I'm like, really? There's this neat little first-person mode, though, in Street Fighter. For this version of the game, it's like a level where you get to play as Ryu in first person for whatever reason, and you're fighting, like, just regular dudes. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm like... Really? First person Street Fighter? Sure. Like, you guys, if you, if you need to sell Street Fighter 2 again, like, it's been like. <laughs> Didn't they make Street Fighter 3 and 4? Yes. <laughs> but, make, Street Fighter 2, sure. but Street Fighter 2 is the one that's, everyone, that's beloved by everybody. Because yeah. it, it, it started the, like, Street Fighter 2 Alpha Sigma, the complete, like, I, I my thumb, I was showing Stacy the other day, I have Nintendo thumb. Yeah. And it's Street Fighter 2 Turbo that gave me my Nintendo thumb. Yeah. Because I was playing Super Nintendo and I was trying to get all the endings and Ken was the last guy. I must have tried for like four hours straight trying to get Ken. Yeah. After already spending all day playing on everybody else. Next day I woke up, my thumb was locked in like this position, like the yeah, end position. Yeah, I remember. Snapped it back in place. That's the game that started off. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, but if that was... 25, 30 years ago, if not more, at this point, it feels like. I'm just like, really? Like, that's what you're, that's your best foot forward there in Nintendo Switch? <laughs> yeah, it's about 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I'm like, okay. Like, all right. That's. Everybody like, hate that game. Well, because Blanca and the one move. <laughs> you know, or. No, they you, just hate playing me on no, it. Because you know? I've, I've mastered like every character and they're like, oh, we'll pick the horrible character. Go ahead. Like they gave me uh, the, the Russian and I kicked right, their ass. Zangief. And then uh, Dalsim. And I'm like, right. I'm like, how do you know these moves? I'm like, I play this all fucking day long. <laughs> like, what do you expect? Are you got any other gear games? Yeah, there? there's one more. Okay. Guilty Gear XRD of Rev, Rev 2. By Axis Games Incorporated for the PS4. That's a Friday release. Guilty Gear and it's capital X, R, it's lowercase RD, Rev 2. I've... Exactly. Um, all right. All right. Well, uh... sounds horrible. Yeah. Anyway. Well, well, when we come back from break, Ed, yes. I will give you my review of the latest fighting game that's out there. Better than Street Fighter 2. It's better? Better. Any excuse to punch Superman in the face is always a oh, so good it's not game. Mortal Kombat, then? No, it's by the makers of Mortal Kombat. Ah. It's called Injustice Dose. Justice Dose? <laughs> it's Injustice 2. <laughs> when we come back, I will give my review of Injustice 2, All Electric right. Boogaloo. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, there you have it, folks. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, if you did, tell a friend or hand it off to a friend. Or tell them, go look, man. These guys, Keeksters, they're fucking hysterical. You can catch them live on Sunday nights starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, or tune in. Just check Aquanet Radio and his apps. You can also tell them, hey, go to their Facebook page, too, and give them a like. Follow us them on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And if, you know, even though you just heard them, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. That's right. Just give us give us your opinion of the show, where you listen to it, how you listen to it, what you're doing while you're listening to it, or if you got something you want to hear. Just let us know. Until then, we'll see you in part two. That was one of-
wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Help.